Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Encourage Mindset. Once again, I'm your host, Ethan Vandehei, and our goal on this podcast is to spread positivity and help you improve your motivation, direction, and confidence. I can say with pure confidence that today you will learn so many new things and develop your full potential and get ready to crush your fears and share your brightness by hearing our guest speaker today, Alex Demchek. Alex is a former SEC quarterback from the Missouri Tigers. He graduated with a degree in communication and a minor in business. He is an inspiring communicator, felicitator, and trainer who challenges businesses, schools, sports teams, and nonprofits to maximize their potential and make a difference. Well, I am excited to bring on Alex, and I can't wait for you guys to hear and learn more about him. Alex, I am excited for you to be on our show today. Yeah, Ethan, thanks for having me on today. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. My name is Alex Demchek, and I, I live in mid-Missouri, and uh, I travel all around the country as a keynote speaker and as an author, and I have a new book coming out this month with uh, my co-author, John Gordon, called The Sale. That comes out April 26th. And really, man, I played college football and I have just taken a lot of these principles that I learned in college athletics and have really tried to translate those into my business and coaching others and um, just traveling the country. I'm married. I have a wife named Aaron and a one-year-old named Kennedy, our daughter. So, man, life is full, but it, it's full in a good way and it's busy, but it's exciting. And yeah, man, just been traveling all over and I'm home for a few days, so I'm glad we could could get on the podcast here. Absolutely. So let me uh, hear more about you coaching others. What's like the biggest thing you've learned from doing that? Yeah, I think we've all learned so many lessons these last two years just through what we've all been through. Whether you're a college student or you're in business, we've all had to pivot in different ways. And gosh, I would just say what I've seen in my business the last two years is obviously even something like the great resignation, for example, where all these people are leaving their jobs, people, whether you're a millennial, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, people are looking to be part of something. I think that's bigger than themselves. And I think this, the whole pandemic has caused people to really reflect in a lot of different ways and, and say, what do I really want to go on this path or this job that I don't see myself doing? Do I want to keep doing this? And I think it's caused a lot of us, including myself, to make some of these pivots and these changes and really be introspective. And so I think what I've been trying to focus on with my different coaching clients or when I have the chance to go speak to a college or a business, it's really just about what kind of platform do you have, whether it's big or small, 
And then what are you doing to leverage that, that platform? What are you doing to, just like what you're doing with your podcast, what are you doing to be a, a positive voice amidst all the negativity? Because it's every day we have an opportunity to just scroll on social media or turn on the news and read about, not that those things are bad, those, they can be a tool, right? Like social media can be a great tool, but it can also be something that's harmful if we're not careful. We don't have guardrails in place and are intentional. And man, I would just say for me, you know, I just want to help people, you know, enhance their leadership and ultimately just maximize their potential in life. Cause I think when you look back at the end of your life, you're going to look, you're going to look back and say, man, how did I use the gifts and, and abilities that I had to make this place better? And so I think when you look at it from a long-term view like that, it starts to reframe your decisions and, and that kind of the things that you pursue in life. Exactly. So Alex, you hit on the point of wanting to help other people, which is amazing. I don't know if you ever heard of the book called Go-Giver by Bob Berg and John well, Mann, but book. really that book has inspired me to want to help other people. I don't know if you've had a book or something that kind of is like an odd moment that made you want to help people. But if you have had that moment, what kind of was that moment for you? Yeah, that's a great book. And that's awesome that you're already reading books like this. I'll just give a plug here. So The Energy Bus by John Gordon is how I first knew about John Gordon. I read that book as a college athlete and I couldn't put it down. And fast forward a few years, I've been on John Gordon's core leadership team, been helping him in a lot of ways with sales. And then it turned into me doing a lot of speaking as well for different organizations. And I remember sitting in a Barnes and Noble years ago, probably about four years ago. And I don't know if you're familiar with John Gordon, but he's a best-selling author of 25 different books. And so I remember I was at Barnes and Noble and I put out some of his books on a table and I knew like I wanted to write books. So I wanted to be a writer and a speaker just like him. And I remember putting all the book, all of his books on a table and just looking at the front cover, looking at the interior, looking at the back cover, like how does he structure these? And then I started to, to work on a book and I started to collaborate with him. And years later, we're out in California at this dinner. And, and he asks me, Alex, what's the next book that you're working on? And I was able to say the sale. And then we started talking and working on the book together. And I guess the reason I bring that up is not to just give a shameless plug for my book that comes out this month, but I think it does it, in a lot of similar ways. It, it's a business fable, similar to the book you just taught, mentioned in the go-giver. And if it wasn't for my, the work that I had been putting in in the unseen hours and in, in preparing myself, when he asked me that question in California years later, hey, what book are you working on? I was prepared, like I was ready to talk with him about that. I was ready, I, I'd put in the work in the unseen hours. And I think that's just something I try to relay to people, not that I've done it perfectly by any means, but if you have something that you're just like, man, I want to do this, I have this burning desire to do it. It's what are you doing in your life to position yourself to make tomorrow better, but also to put yourself in a position where you can pursue this work, whether it's for me, it was actually quitting my job. I worked in an amazing company, but it was going all in on something that I was betting on. You know what? I really feel called to this work. And I want to pursue it with everything I have. And, and for some people that might not be quitting your job, maybe for you, it's uh, a habit, or maybe it's uh, something in your life where you're like, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore, but I want to pursue this. And so the energy bus was a great book. And then the sale that comes out this month, the book is about a, a sales rep who has the chance to make the sale of a lifetime. And the sale would actually bring him $7 million. He's in the aviation sales industry. Yeah, very lucrative industry. So he, he could make $7 million by making this sale. But the only problem is to make the sale, 
he has to lack integrity in some major ways. And he meets this mentor named Randy who teaches him these principles about integrity. And so I can't tell you what happens at the ending of the story. You guys, all, you and your listeners will have to read the book and check it out. But I, I do, there's a lot of principles that I think are relevant to, to you, to myself, to all of us in our leadership journeys and in life, because I think every day we have these opportunities to take these shortcuts or with social media, we can look on, oh, they have this, so I want that. Or, but how often are we actually willing to do the right thing, to put in the work, to have this delayed gratification mindset of, you know what, I'm right, I'm, I'm honest where I'm at today, but here's where I want to be tomorrow. And how often are we willing to say, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to do the right thing, even if it's not convenient for me, but I'm going to do the, I'm choosing to do the right thing that's going to lead to long-term success. And so that's what the book's about. Just to give a shameless plug, you can check out more at thesalebook.com. But I think going on the, along the lines of these like fable type books, our goal with it was really just to fit in well with people. And I think a lot of people will resonate with the story and just the message that it, that it has. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I definitely need to check that out when it's available. But most importantly, you talked about people wanting to have this long-term go-getter type of attitude and really strive to maybe hit that goal or go attack that habit. But Alex, my question to you then is, when you're attacking that habit or that new goal, when you left your job or whatever it may be, like, we heard from you. Social media is a huge thing these days and there's other distractions in the world. So how do you manage to attack what you're doing currently with all these kind of setbacks and opportunities to really distract you? So how do you keep focused? Yeah, that's a really insightful question because that's so true for all of us. And especially now quitting my job and now being like a full-time entrepreneur business owner, it's even crazier. Like I could spend way more time working on my business and neglect my family. And I could put in a million hours a week. And because the thing is, there's always something else you could do. There's always something else. And the same thing with a distraction. There's always another social media app that you could scroll on that you could continue to waste time on in some ways. And so for me, just to give you a practical example, I don't even have social media on my phone. I only have it on my desktop when I'm, if I'm going to go check social media, it's not going to be on my mobile device just because I know how much time I waste. That's a practical thing uh, right off the bat. But the other thing I would say is I have the chance to speak at a lot of universities and a lot of organizations. And I remember getting a DM from someone who's a high schooler. And he said, Alex, my older brother went off to college and became an alcoholic and I'm going to college next year. I don't want to go down that, down that path. What's your best advice? He had heard me speak. And so it was really nice that he reached out. I said, man, first off, great question. I said, if I'm being totally honest about your question, you need to make the decision on what type of person you want to become, what the type of person you want to be before you ever step on campus. Because the reality is, I told him, I said, you're, there's going to be opportunities that get thrown at you all the time. And if you haven't made this decision beforehand, it's going to be really easy to maybe give in to some of these things. And so I think for, in the same way for all of us, whether it's your business, something like that, you know, you have to almost, you have to be like John Maxwell would say, you have to begin with the end in mind. And so you have to think, okay, not necessarily what job do I want to do or what sport do I want to play? What type of person do I want to become in the process? Because when you start thinking about what type of, per, what's my identity, what type of person do I want to become? That allows you to stay on track. Like when you understand your why, when you know why you do something, you're able to overcome obstacles and challenges that you probably would normally stop or fail 
But when you have this why that's front and center and you keep that as, hey, this is why I'm doing this. I, I played with college football with a guy. He was the first person to ever graduate from his pretty much his entire family tree. And I remember just walking down when they'd call your name out for graduation and he went right before me. And I just remember just seeing his family just bawling. And this is a guy that's in the NFL now. And he's just an amazing guy. And he was one of the first people to graduate. And I just think back to how that is such an important time in his life and probably even more important in some ways than being in the NFL. In some ways, like he, he set the standard for his family. He now is changing the dynamic for his family tree. And man, when you just think about why am I doing this? Why do I want to pursue this work? Because if you just pursue something without the why component, I think it's really easy to quit when times get tough. Yeah, I sometimes struggle with that. And especially the why factor, the how, you know why sometimes, but the why staying consistently throughout what I'm doing or what I see other people doing, sometimes I lose track of that. So that's a great point. Yeah, and I would even say on that, to your point, what you just mentioned, a quote that I think is so relevant to what we're talking about is comparison is the thief of joy. And what you were just getting at there, it's every moment we spend, whether it's, again, social media is not bad, but when every moment we spend looking at someone's life and saying, man, why can't I have that? I need that. Or I just are even worse. Like I deserve that. I think we get in this entitlement mentality of I, I deserve that. Why they have that. Why can't I have that? And then what that does is not only it maybe creates resentment for that person, which they never asked for that, but we're putting that on them, but also it just takes us away from our vision, our mission of making an impact on other people's lives. And I think it just, it, it can be a huge distraction and something that just leads you down this road. That's man, if you really thought even us being here today, talking, it's if you really thought about all the people in our lives who have helped us get to this point, if you think about all the blessings that we have, I'm Ukrainian and just, I live in Missouri, but um, I distant family members that are in Ukraine. And so I just think about turning on the news. If I have a bad day at work and then I turn on the news, and man, my, pers my perspective just changes because it's like, and obviously our hearts and everything goes out to all the people in Ukraine because it's so sad to watch. I, ha I have a one-year-old and it's crazy to think about how much it requires to take care of a one-year-old. But imagine doing that in the subway of Ukraine right now with all these other families where bom bombs are going off, all this crazy stuff. And so it really just puts things in perspective. And we really think about some of the freedoms that we have some of the things that the ways that we're all blessed individual, I think it really, you have to really on a practical level, remember your blessings. And that's something that's really easy that I do a lot is, is have just like a list and write down, this is my grateful list. And just writing down that I'm thankful for this, thankful for my family, thankful for the, the gifts to have this job, to have these, all these different things. And when you look over that list, it's, man, I think it's hard to have a bad day. It's hard to feel sorry for yourself when you read over that list because you're just like, man, these are the things that I've been blessed with in my life. Yeah, I kind of do something similar to that. It's known as positive affirmations, not really a grateful list, but more of a self-confidence boosting list. So on the mirror, when I walk into my bathroom, I will have a post-it note that'll say, three good things that I like about myself. So say my smile, my outgoingness, or something along those lines. So then when I'm brushing my teeth, which you're supposed to do two times a day, hopefully people are doing that, <laughs> just see it two times a day. And when you go to bed, that final time when you brush your teeth, 
is something that'll put you in a positive light before you go to bed. So that's something that I've been trying to do every day, but I, like I said, kind of life happens thing. And like you said, you have to give yourself grace, but also continue to improve on yourself by just keep pushing, even though it's a challenge. Yeah, that, that's so awesome. Yeah. And it's because when you have these bad days and you're about to see the next endeavor of your life, once you graduate and go on to the next stage, it's you get things thrown at you and your job or your work where you just get kind of get beat up in some ways. And it's just, I remember when I first made the transition from being done, done being a college athlete to going into corporate world. And it is like, you're beginning over as a rookie all over again. And there's things I feel like when it comes to a rookie mindset, whether you are a truly a rookie, like it's your first year on the job or you've been an industry veteran and have been doing your work for 20 years, I think there is something to the rookie mindset. I think there is something to that first day when you walk in, maybe for you, maybe as you think about your sports career, maybe it was that first time you put on the pads or uh, maybe that first time you got that job that you love. Over time, things fade and it's, it becomes like the grind. But I think if we can re take ourselves back to that first day when we were so excited, like I accepted this job, like I can't wait to start, or this is my first day on the job. It's, we don't have to do this work. We get to do this work. And I think that is just such a um, great reminder for us all. Just like you said, with your affirmations, it's, I don't have to do this podcast. I don't have to, I, I don't have to go to work. I don't have to go to school. Technically speaking, you don't have to do those things, but you get to, and it's an, and it's a privilege. And I think that's an easy mindset shift, but it is, it takes discipline though, because when we fill our lives with social media, constantly just looking the average, I think millennial is on, on their phone for about eight hours a day, which to me is crazy. If I think about someone in my life, who's like a high impact leader and makes a huge difference in the world, I, I struggle to believe that a person like that is on their phone for eight hours a day. Maybe they have someone who checks things on their phone for them, or they, I just, I really struggle to believe like some of the role models in my life who are really doing a lot of cool things. I struggle to believe that they are on their phones for eight hours a day. I think that's just a good challenge for me. It's if I want to be in some ways like them, I need to copy in their habits and do things like them. And so for me, it's, man, I, I just don't want to be known for being on a device for eight, nine hours a day. I know we're not just talking about phone usage today, but I think it's relevant to what we're talking about, especially in our age category, whether you're a millennial, Gen Z, Gen Alpha, all these next generations that are coming, it's like you got a lot of them were born with now being able to use phones from an early age. And so if you're not careful and you don't use it as a tool, I think it would be a shame to look back years from now and say, man, I just wasted so many of these years, just like comparing myself to other people online. Yeah, I agree. And I sometimes need to realize that myself and Alex, I really appreciate our conversation today. Is there any like message you want to leave with encourage mindset, a final giveaway? Man, a final giveaway I would say is first off, thanks for having me. Second, I would say you never know how you can be used with the platform that you have. I remember going through a major trial when I was in college athletics and now years later, look, reflecting back on that, it's just like the ways that you're used. And sometimes it's even a quote that I love is people are impressed by your highlights, but they resonate with your weaknesses. And I think you don't know, just even to the title of your podcast, it's, you don't know when someone needs that encouragement. You don't know when someone, what they're dealing with, what they're struggling with, especially coming out of these past two years. And so what are you doing to use your platform, to leverage your platforms, not only encourage others, 
but to make them better in the process. And I think if you have that mindset, the encouragement mindset, as your podcast says, it's, you're not only going to be better yourself, but you're making other people better around you. Perfect. Thank you very much for coming on to the show today. Really appreciate it. And let's stay in touch. And once again, do you want to plug your new book coming out? Yeah, thanks, Ethan. So it comes out April 26th and it's called The Sale. And you can check it out at thesalebook.com. And I'm doing a book signing at Barnes & Noble April 30th. But yeah, April 26th is when it comes out. It'll be in every bookstore in America. It's called The Sale. And yeah, I'd love to connect and stay in touch. And yeah, I would love, excited for you to read the book as well. Every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Yeah, grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.